Welcome back or welcome to Destin Discusses. This week I'm joined with my co-host Phil Martinez and today we will be interviewing Caro Santa Maria and Maria Torte on the topic of women in business. Hi, who am I here with today? Hi, this is Caro Santa Marina. Uh, it's nice to have you here. So I just, uh, me and Desmond would like to ask you a couple of questions today. We would like to ask you, first of all, what, can you give us a quick overview of our, um, of your, sorry, your business, what you, what you do, what you're in? Absolutely. So I'm a vice president at Televisa Univision. I work under the Euphoria brand, which is our audio extension. Mm-hmm. I manage um, all of the operational and sales that are tied to our entire Euphoria Music Series strategy, which is all the live events, private concert series, and any sort of tour partnerships that we um, tie ourselves into. Okay, so as we know, you have seen or maybe met some famous singers, correct? Yes. Since you work in the music. So for any young teen or young person that wants to maybe get into the music business, do you think that could maybe be an incentive for them to work harder? Like that they get to meet people, Absolutely. connections. Absolutely. And you get, you know, the artists that you're that, that are famous today, most people don't know the the hardships they've had to kind of overcome to get to where they're at. Right. It's never an easy path. Okay. So previously we have interviewed uh, an entrepreneur who, as we know, is someone who works for themselves. Now, keeping in mind that an entrepreneur works for themselves, do you think that maybe kids or young adults see that business people that are very successful work for other people do you think that could be like a drawback that maybe makes them not want to be in the field as much i'm sorry so seeing people that are working for themselves versus seeing people that work work for for some others yes i mean i think there's benefits to both honestly okay Um, can you tell us some of those yeah sure so i mean i think working for yourself obviously you you make your own hours you you set your own goals Mm-hmm. but you're also relying on yourself. You know, you're only going to going to go as far as, as you will take yourself. So there's a lot of self-motivation that comes with that. Um, but working within a business organization, there's also an entrepreneurial factor in it mm-hmm. to where you're, it depends on which side of the, the business you're on. But for me personally, the more that I work, the more I can obtain in terms of you know, promotional opportunities and growing within my field. Right. And of course you have your own goals to your Correct. personal and business life, Correct. right? So it's not all about maybe working for yourself, but you can still have that sense of entrepreneurship per se, where you can set your own goals, set where you want to be in five years. Cause that's a main common question they ask in college. Where do you want to see yourself in five years, 10 years? Some people might put working for someone else. Some might work, say, working for themselves. Right. So you can have your own goals and such. Absolutely. What? You always have your own goals uh, regardless. Yeah. What do you think were the most challenging things that you faced to to get to where you are now before you were, well, not saying that you were like completely fine now, because there's obviously still challenges, but what were the biggest that were there that on you your faced. way here? Yeah. I mean, I would... <laughs> I would say being a female in a music in right. a music centric kind of business mm-hmm. is always a challenge. So, you know, it's even a challenge for artists today. Right. As to be a female artist, you have to do things that are very different and and strive for more and do more. So the same goes on the business side of it. So I think, you know, 
being the female in a in a male dominated world has been i think the biggest challenge um luckily i've been able to kind of manage it accordingly i guess i have the personality to kind of mm-hmm. you know fit within all those segmentations if you will even being a latina um and having to deal with major american companies those are you know always a little bit of a challenge but they're challenges that you you strive for you want you want those types of challenges you want to overcome them because it makes you stronger okay and as you mentioned before there it's it's always been harder or it is hard for women to be as successful as men as we know there's sexism in all aspects of life right sports business in school etc do you think that sexism is a very strong problem that should be addressed more in your business or in business in general yeah, I, well, I think it's a societal problem. A societal I don't think it's a okay. business problem. I think it's societal, and all that trickles up. You know? Right. So um, I think if we address it from a humanitarian standpoint, I think everything else just kind of falls into place. Right, right, right. So as we this episode is all about, it's about business and oh, sorry, women in business. So we see today a very common trend now on Instagram and TikTok is to be that girl, the one that has an amazing body, very healthy lifestyle. She's successful. She's her own CEO. She works for a business. She's all of this, all of that. But some young girls that maybe aren't at that point feel like that is, that that doesn't represent them. And they feel like that's not, they feel like it's unrealistic. Do you think that that's a problem that we see that perfect image all the time on social media? No, I think I think a lot of the, you know, your upbringing has to do with creating your own self security, security, if you will, your own self confidence. I don't, you know, I think there's going to be beautiful women that have disadvantages. There's going to be not as beautiful women that have more advantages in terms of intellectualism, and you know, I think it's a matter of finding your own self worth and self confidence in everything you do. Um, so what are some ways you think that girls can overcome those hurdles? Like those emotions. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> so if I was working my inner psychologist right now, um, you know, I think, I think you do what makes you happy. And I think what you do, what, what, what really drives you. Right. And I think if you always kind of stick to what makes you happy and what drives you, nothing's gonna hold you back i mean i i went to college stu- studying engineering oh wow i never ended up becoming an engineer <laughs> my mother told me i was going to be a complete failure because i dropped out of engineering and i went completely into marketing and music and the whole world right. but it was my passion right so nothing was going to hold me back because i knew that's what i wanted and do you believe that maybe parents who like you said maybe don't believe their kids as much versus kids that they have their parents are super involved do you think that has an effect on business and society and the kids how they grow up well yeah i mean i think i think having a support system is uber important like mm-hmm. i think that's that's magical right. honestly in, in somebody's upbringing but it's also something that you know as kids i remember reading books that would give me that sort of support. Right, like the passion. Yes, and, and give me that kind of instrumental background that allowed me to kind of motivate myself too. You know, I, I came from a family, thank God, that was very, very united and, and super supportive. Even though they told me exactly what they thought, they still supported me when I did the opposite. Right. Um, 
but yeah, I think there's a lot of institutional things that, that exist outside of just family. Yeah, and I think that it, uh, it makes them, the, the kid want to work even harder to prove a point and hopefully a good point. Obviously, oh, you're not going to like go I, the wrong I'm way. Ultra rebellion. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Like to prove to, to the prove yes. that I was going to make it to my mother who told me when I dropped out of engineering. Yes, I have worked really hard for my rebellion. Correct. <laughs> and so our final question is, do you have any tips maybe for any young adults that want to make it in the music career? Maybe not the singing aspect, but the producing, the, the technical side, all the background stuff. Get as many opportunities that you can to jump into a studio, to work with producers, to work with songwriters, to deal with the, the business aspect is a major part of, business, of music. Everybody thinks it's just about making music. That's 10% of it. Mm -hmm. The other 90% is the business operational aspect of it and how it actually comes to life. Um, it's, it's all about just jumping into every single department that you can within any music label and or music producer's role and just learning even as an intern unpaid. Okay, <clears throat> well, thank you, Caro, for um, uh, hel uh, helping us in this conversation. Uh, we hope to have you again. Thank you so much for your time. Hi, Maria. So today, me and Belle have a couple questions to ask you about women in business. Starting off firstly with, what is your overall view about women in business? Hi, my overall view of women in business is it actually brings a lot of qualities that many women provide to the business industry that many men don't actually have. Um, we are very what are some of those qualities? Yeah, um, sometimes we are very competitive, um, just like men. However, we have more reasoning, like we could promote more. We have this sense of family that many individuals that are men do not have making us like sell better and promote and like that connection you mean yeah. with like the audience yeah exactly like if you're like a business and you want to have like this family figure and like this ideology like you want a woman to like see that and like embrace it okay. and we have like those qualities for that those are a lot of good qualities. So next, our next question would be, um, as you know, there's a lot of sexism. That was actually the first episode we did here, uh, sexism in sports. There's a lot of sexism against women in general in different areas of life. But most commonly, it, one of the most common like areas, I guess you could say, is business. So what do you think about this? Yeah, um, sexism has been a thing towards women throughout forever, um, ever since um, society ever even existed. I am personally a dancer. I've been a dancer in different, I've done contemporary, jazz, hip hop. Um, I'm currently doing salsa. And it's a very um, sexist um, society that we're living in. Um, for example, as a student, most of the teachers feel comfortable putting a, a male student to like win an award instead, instead of like a, a, a woman, you know, um, even if Apart from that, do you um, think teachers maybe play favorites between yeah, guys? I believe so. Some I have not encountered that recently or throughout like these past two years. However, I have noticed that it has been 
going on like in social media, TikTok has been bringing it up, Google and all those Instagram and everything has been bringing those up, that sexism is still there. And we are so focused on other aspects that we don't realize that sexism is still there. And do you think that maybe schools and the way that schools treat students differently, like maybe favor favoriting like guys over girls, do you think that could impact like young young teens like us growing up? Yeah, um, if we don't have a good like boundary or like a stable structure, structure yeah, yeah, in ourselves and our confidence in ourselves and the power that we have in ourselves to like think, oh yeah, I could do that. That could play a humongous role in determining if that young lady is going to come and be an astronaut or if she's going to pass through her career of law. Um, for it's example, like the self-esteem, right? Yeah, the self-esteem. It could mess a young lady up emotionally completely and cause a little more of trauma. For example, in law, you could easily see that in every, like, um, like lawyers, lawyer. like Legally Blonde, for example. Yeah. I know it's a movie, but like they were stereotyping a, a woman that was blonde said, oh, she could never be a lawyer. Of course, of course. And like that, we have judged. Like, it's very sexism in this society, if you can say that. <laughs> so then thinking about like lawyers, for example, or thinking about sexism in general in business, even politics as well, why do you think we haven't had any dif- like female presidents yet? Like, our last election, we finally got a female vice president. Yeah. But why do you think it's taken us this long to even get a vice president? I feel like it's the um, the society itself being scared of putting a woman in so much power, even though like through generations and generations, ever since like anyone could believe anything, um, men were always in power. We have not evolved from that ideology, so we're still in that section of what if I put this woman. Um, like that scared so much, section. Yeah, and so much power, what is she going to be able to like do? Which we're not noticing that and it's being very sexist because we have a lot uh, uh sorry. A lot of other candidates that you might look at them and they're like they don't bring anything to the table. Yet we have a woman that might bring anything to the table, but just because she's a woman, it looks frowned upon and it's scarier in a sense for all of this society. Like, even now, recently, like, in our school, we're having elections for class president, vice president, for SGA president, and vice president. Do you think that that could, that ideology of being scared to put a woman in power can translate here? Um, yes, even though that I believe that in um, high school, at least in our high school, we have a lot of programs that um, women are the ones that are pushing through it. For example, S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Um, Shield is an institute for basically the best um, students in their middle school, and most of the um, students there and the students um, in power, if you say in a sense, like in presidents and presidency, stuff. Um, vice presidency, are women. And for example, another club is Sip and Read. Um, in our Hylia Gardens High School 2026 um, election for president, I believe that it's a woman running. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's actually two. Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot of the like this new society and this new generation that is pushing through um, through all those old boundaries, old um, lifestyles. And we're trying to see um, what we could get through. Do you- I think in schools, it's more common for women to be in power because just because men 
have such a different maturity level than women at our age. Yeah, they it's shown take, like they slow, Yeah, they slow take down. a longer time to develop correctly and just <laughs> grow right. And yeah, some maturity and responsibility that all of these positions provide and you have to have, sorry, in order for you to like be a great president or be a good vice president and all of those that many men or guys or teenage guys at our age do not have. Right. And like you said, like sexism is a topic definitely that needs to be talked about a lot more. And, you know, TikTok, Instagram, all these social media platforms that we have are bringing awareness to it, which is great. But do you think that maybe so much awareness, like, well, we got, we got a minute. All of us are on our phones a lot of the time of the day, which isn't really healthy, but at the same time, it can teach us something. It brings awareness to sexism. Do you think that us being on our phones so much or being exposed to so much awareness on social media impacts a woman's drive? Yeah, it impacts a woman's drive negatively if you have so much, um, like, if you're seeing this so much constantly, it starts going into, okay, I might not be, like, better than a man. I might not do this. I might not be that. Um, Negatively, you said? Yeah, negatively. Um, However, we can push this topic under the rug um, just, like, if it didn't happen, we have to embrace it and we have to open our eyes to this there could this could um the however the overdoing of this um could cause a horrendous trend that is just of women um misvaluing themselves in society and going back into this um i believe this mansion man this society where men are only the ones in power mm-hmm. um and it would just horribly impact all of our um self-esteem and our overall um, performance or in our lives so do you believe that the environment in which a young woman grows up in has to do with their drive or determination for becoming someone big in the business industry totally um i have a very i saw this um thing on tiktok that was very funny and it was a young lady explaining how she had a shark and she put it in a very small tank and she's like, I took care of it every single day, food. And when she took it to the vet, you know, to see the size, they're like, it's very small compared to the, like their age. Mm. Um, this is exactly what happens to women. Um, once you feel in a very... Comfortable? No, not comfortable. Like a very close space that you cannot move anywhere you don't see any possibility for your future Mm -hmm. you will not move like that's your mindset you will be stuck there and we can see this in a lot of cultures um there's a lot of cultures like hispanics um that actually think that women are just supposed to give birth and reproduce and just work and just you know stabilize and yeah um and if we look more into the white um um community we might see that a lot of these women don't feel that way they feel um that they want to be someone in their life like they want to study and that actually impacts so yes indeed the environment that a young lady um grows upon affects their their way of thinking and do you think that maybe race has any like different races have different views or different ways that they're looked upon in terms of business Yes, um, there has been so many stereotypes of different, for example, like hair, hair color, 
they look frown upon hair color, um, sometimes even skin tones. Um, it all depends if this is the business world is a very racist and um, racist and basically very discriminative um, community that we might not even notice. Uh, do you think that society has painted a perfect picture of what the ideal businesswoman looks like? Um, I believe so, and they have um, given this out as this um, white um, young lady with straight hair, very businessy. However, we don't see a lot of those women um, in law or like in the business or any other um, field. field. Um, and I would like to see more representation for these um, brown skin, dark skin um, right. females that actually put in as much or even more work to be where they're at um, as of currently right now. And they are not being as represented as these basically like the legally blonde, mm -hmm. you know, like all of that. Like I know like personally for me, like I go on Instagram or TikTok, I see hundreds of videos about that girl that she's healthy she eats right yeah. she does right she's striving in business she's making money she's that girl the girl that we all want to be but then i look at her and me with curly hair darker skin than her yeah. i'm like that doesn't represent me who i want to be or what i look like exactly and that could um push your self-esteem and your self-worth um immensely down on um, due to you seeing all of these like young ladies pushing so much through and not seeing anyone that looks like you um do the same and that actually comes a lot with racism sexism and a lot of these discriminative um society and our last question actually relating to that is do you think that maybe the race or the skin color of our current vice president has anything to do with the reason why her becoming vice president has so much to do with why it blew up so much? Um, yes, I believe so. I believe that due to her being of this brown skin color, um, many were so interested in what would happen in this presidency. I also believe that they did that just to get more popularity and mm -hmm. to like get more, you know, well-known, mm -hmm. many people involved. Um, as of the presidency of the vice president, the election, um, they got a lot of new young um, individuals to start voting. And that was actually very good due to like the majority of them usually being like older um, individuals or older like an citizens. older mindset comes with yeah. that. Yeah, And that is actually how I believe that we have now a brown woman as a vice president due to young individuals and citizens actually going out and taking their time to vote and notice that their vote actually counts. We're going slowly out of this old style like ideology of only white men, um, only white men um, being part of legislature and like important roles in the society. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for your input, Maria. We You're hope welcome. to see you again soon. Okay, bye.